Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Beyond the Basics. Today, I want to talk about how to use your body properly. Um, I, I know that you know, a lot of people talk about this and it is, it can be quite a topic of controversy uh, depending on who you talk to. So again, these are just my opinions and the things that I see um, that a lot of people um, could improve at. Um, and I think a lot of people too, um, they, they really have to think about what it is that they're asking for their horses. So, you know, you're going to ask for a different, um, a different headset and, um, and body placement, depending on what your discipline is. So a lot of these things can change. If you guys change disciplines, I am speaking primarily to barrel racing. So, when you are wanting to be a barrel racer, you want your horse to be a barrel horse, you don't want a lot of weight on that on the front end of that horse. You want them to be able to lift that front end, sit down on their hind end to come around these barrels and really propel themselves out with their hind end. And they can't do that with weight driving down on their front end. So that is first and foremost, super, super important. And now... Um, you know, kind of covering that, going to your body positioning. Um, and, and I mean, you guys can sit on your horses and, and go through all of this um, yourselves. I will post a, a link in, um, in the show notes for the YouTube video to this so that you guys can kind of see what I'm talking about in this episode. Um, so starting from, from your head and working down, um, you know, you want to be looking up always. You want to be looking where you want your horse to go. My rule of thumb is about two to three strides out in front of me is where I look. Um, it's very important to not look too far ahead. It's important to not look straight down at the ground right where you are, um, and that is primarily going to factor in when you guys are actually on the pattern. And uh, I'll, I will cover more of that in depth when I get to, to the actual barrel pattern. But you always want to look where you're going. Um, don't look down at the ground. Don't look at where you're at right now. Look at where you want your horse to go because they're going to follow your eyes. Um. So moving down to your shoulders, you want your shoulders to be square and over your hips. You don't want to be tipped forward because that's going to drive weight onto the front end of your horse, um, which will turn loose of the hind end and you'll get like a fishtailing effect with your horse. They won't engage that hind end and it just causes a whole slew of problems when you're tipped over the forward or the the front of them and putting weight on that front end. Um, your arms, you want you want a a little bit of an L shape um, at your elbow. You don't want to lock your arms out in front of you because that really gives you no leverage. Um, so relaxing your arms, keeping your shoulders open. 
um, not locking yourself up in those shoulders and, and your arms is great because when you get stiff, your horse gets stiff. You guys just really, really remember that whatever your body is doing, chances are your horse is going to mimic that. So if you are tipped over in your shoulders, they're going to be tipped over in the front end. If you're locked up and stiff in your shoulders and in your arms, they're going to be locked up and stiff as well. Um, so, so definitely, definitely be aware of your body tension and, and where that's going and how that's affecting your riding. Your hands. Your hands should be, um, I always say, strong wrists, no broken wrists which again, um, I will go through all of these in my video so that you guys have a good visual of what I'm talking about. But when you break your wrists, um, you have no leverage there either. So I always say strong wrists, hold your reins like you're holding an ice cream cone. Um, and when you are asking your horse to turn, you're not using both arms, both, hand, both hands to turn. Um, not, you're not driving a bus. Um, it's going to be more like, uh, like, uh, I usually say a tractor, but tractors have wheels too. So it's kind of hard, hard to, um, to, to describe it. But again, it'll, I'll show you guys in, in the video what I'm talking about, but your hands are going to be fairly independent of each other. Your um, hands should never cross over their neck. And the other thing, so if you guys are sitting here and you're listening, if you use your hands like you're driving a bus, you are throwing your weight to the inside of whatever circle you're on, which means that it's going to drive weight to your horse's weight to the inside of that circle. And as we spoke about in the first episode, falling into a circle is not what you want your horse to do. You want your horse to be able to hold itself up. And it can't necessarily do that when it's trying to follow your weight and stay underneath of you. So really making sure that you um, separate those hand movements to keep your body square in the saddle is very important too. Um, the other thing that, you know, driving that bus does is it's going to unseat you a little bit. And so, you know, again, you want to make sure that you stay seated, which brings us to our seats. We want to stay seated down and square. Um, you don't want to be rocked too far backwards on your pelvis. You don't want to be rocked too far forward on your pelvis. You want to be just square in your hips um, and over your seat. Hopefully that kind of, hopefully you guys can get a good visual of that. Again, I will have this in the video um, on YouTube for you guys to actually look at. Um, but how your, how your pelvis is, is positioned is super important as well. Um, cause it's going to, it's going to shift your weight either forward or backwards. Um, and that will also carry up your body. Moving down into your legs. Um, me personally, I keep, I drop the majority of my weight when I ride in my knees and in my feet. That way, um, I am I am stable in my stirrups, but I can um, adjust quickly with my seat if something were to like if my horse were to spook and try to come out from underneath me. Um, I'm sticky enough to stay in my stirrups, but 
I'm not so rooted down um, in my seat that it's you know going to give me whiplash. I'm going to go flying off or something. I can I can adjust um, quickly with any any fast movements that that might happen. Um, when I asked for any cues um, from my horses, I usually ask first with my calf, then my foot, then my heel. Um, I think it's really important to be aware of, um, of these cues, especially if you're wearing spurs. Probably should have covered it in my last episode, but if you have a hot horse, probably take your spurs off. There is very rarely a reason for spurs and a hot horse. Um, and I hate to say it, but most of the time you see those people wearing spurs on a hot horse with a super tight tie down in the largest bit that they can find. Um, that is a huge contradiction. So take the spurs off. Um, but I digress. Anyways, uh, so I always ask calf, foot, and then heel. Um, and that seems to work really well, well for the horses. It gives them, you know, a minute to kind of understand my cues and, um, I don't just go straight to goosing them, but, um, but yeah, so head, shoulders, knees, and toes, um, we covered it all. I think, um, I will place the link in the show notes for the YouTube video so that you guys can go follow along and really get a good idea of what I'm talking about as far as your body placement and how that works with your horse. In the meantime, you guys feel free to kind of test that, uh, test these things out with, with your horse, you know, lean over the front end, see where your body goes, see where that weight goes, see how your horse reacts, um, fall to the inside of a circle, see how your horse reacts and just kind of play with that so that you guys can get a good idea of how just how much your body placement will influence what your horse does. Um, thanks a lot, and we will talk to you guys soon. Mm-hmm.